You know, give me just a second, guys. Let me finish setting this up. Sorry, I am slow as heck. But we will get it going. Um, if you guys want to come up and join as a speaker, feel free to hit that request button here in just a second. I will start to bring you guys up and we can get rolling. I'm going to wait a second to tweet this out as well. Oh, but it feels good to get back in the mix of things. Going to ease into it with the space today, and then we'll get back in full swing tomorrow. But got to keep the streak going. This is week number 50 in a row of the Wonky Weekly Alpha Space. So shout out to everybody that is out there in the crowd right now. Shout out to everybody that will be up here here in just a bit um but yeah you know first and foremost um want to just say that let me go ahead tweet this out and then we'll get going done perfect all right so one of you guys better come up here and request I, I know that there are people that will be on the way but until then i know you don't want to hear my beautiful voice just sitting here talking the entire time i'm happy to do it though right like if i need to do it you guys have listened to it before we'll make sure that it happens and we'll get rolling one way or the other um, so appreciate that. I mean, and for anybody that is wondering about my tweet, don't like, I'll, I'll dive into that here in a bit, man. You know, nothing too serious, just something that, um, you know, felt like needed to take a couple days away. Um, you know, be able to focus on, focus on just unplugging a little bit and kind of clearing my mind before diving back into things. But appreciate y'all's patience one way or the other um all right perfect easel what's up man i like the mama mentality pfp what is going on sir hey how you doing man how you doing doing uh, well man doing well i can't complain i'm glad i'm glad to hear it, man and, and uh, that's nice that you know you took a little space for you that's uh really good management there you know no, I appreciate it, man. I mean, yeah, like I said, sometimes it just feels like the uh, the healthiest thing to do to be able to take a step back. Um, and, and, you know, heck, dude, I'll just dive into it for that. It's kind of weird, though, because like, OK, so basically the deal is it's nothing too insane. You know, like I, I broke up with my girlfriend of, you know, we ended things like of the last four years. We we're together for four years ended things this last Friday. Um, and, and, you know, like it's nothing too insane, right? No, like death in the family, nothing else like that. But, you know, it, it's still difficult whenever, you know, you're in a relationship and you see somebody like potentially, you know, potentially heading toward marriage, whatever you have that thought at one point in time. And, you know, eventually, like when that ends, I, I mean, I don't know, it's kind of tough. So I just felt like it was a healthy thing to do to be able to step away from everything. Like, you know, I think in that process, you don't want to tweet out anything stupid or, you know, do anything else stupid along the way and, um, you know, just unplug, hang out with friends, 
Um, and yeah, you know, so that's basically what I've been doing the past couple of days. Like I said, it's kind of weird because I know that she follows me on here, so she can easily listen to all this. Um, but I mean, that's, that, that's what the real deal is. You know, nothing against her, nothing against anything else. Like great girl, just one of those things where it's unfortunate, you know, both had some issues and just, uh, wasn't working. So anyway, with that out of the way, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and dive into, yeah, this week. What's going on, Rooster? Yo, what up, what up? Got the day off today. Uh, so nice, relaxing day. Uh, glad to have you back. It's feel like it's already been like three months. Um, so excited, <laughs> excited to be back on spaces. Dude, uh, it feels crazy after like three days. It does feel like three months, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, got a crazy month coming up, um, this month. So uh, it's going to be fun. Love to hear it, man. So, I mean, what all do you have going on? I know that you're in Denver, so you're, you've got East Denver coming up. Right. Uh, what else is coming up outside of that? Well, uh, me and my girlfriend are going to go um, into the mountains for a night around, like, Valentine's Day. Um, so we have that, then East Denver, then immediately after that. Um, you know, I'm fading rolling loud now. <laughs> uh, so, Wait, you're fading it now? As it see, that's the thing. It's like there, there's like there's like two ways. So you didn't you didn't get your you didn't get the mix. No, I did. I, I'm I'm into two. So so that's the thing. There's like two interpretations of fade. Like you can say <laughs> like let's if you're talking about a location, that means going to it. If you're talking about like actions, I, that's like going away from it. It's kind of weird. Like the the way the fade vocabulary is used. Um, but yeah, so I'll be in I'll be in L.A. immediately after East Denver. And then, like, a week after L.A., you know, um, be in Texas and Austin for South by Southwest, so. Love to hear it, man. Yeah, you do have a busy slate coming up. I'm still debating about East Denver or not, so there's another big thing that I like. It's my favorite event of the year that's happening at the exact same time. But I was looking at it, there might be a few days that kind of don't overlap that I might be able to make it work on the outskirts. But the only thing I'm worried about is so like basically Thursday through Saturday, I would like need to be where I am, but I'm free outside of that. The issue is I think a lot of the main events happen on the weekend for East Denver. Am I wrong? Like if not, then it may be worth it to look going into earlier in the week. Um, but yeah, that's like that's the big holdup that I'm looking into right now. So I can't make it for the weekend for sure, but I might be able to make it up there for a few days during the week. Let's go. Yeah, you need to make it up here for sure. So, I mean, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll admit that is the one benefit, I guess, of, you know, not being in a relationship is traveling gets to be a lot easier again. So. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I think I'm going to make it work. We'll see. Um, there at the beginning of the week, definitely down to, I don't know, like in, in Denver, it's just a good spot, man. It's been too long since I've made it up there for that. Um, let's see. So Easel, what about you, man? You got anything big coming up? Uh, 
I think it's going to be busy, busy two months. Um, got a little opportunity related to crypto that I'm going to squeeze in my time to get some extra cash. So gonna, I'm going to have some hours of real work. Um, basically, you know, <laughs> not necessarily uh, the, the related to anything that I've been doing, but um, it's going to be from tomorrow into April 1st and, uh, you know, increase my liquidity, liquidity a bit <laughs> without... <laughs> Without fucking around with this uh, uh, sappy ass market and um, everything else that I have, plus that, I think it's gonna be probably the busiest two months of my life, um, which is exciting and terrifying. But that's that's probably why my picture is right there, the Mamba mentality there, uh, to not rest in the middle until you know we get to where we want to get to. I respect that, man. So the busiest two months of your life. Dude, I mean, one thing about that, first and foremost, that I respect is, you know, kind of the hustle of the mama mentality going into something, right? You know, like, I like that you said right there. And it's something important for anybody in here listening to. There are a lot of people that I think just kind of sit around and wait for something to be handed to them whenever they want an opportunity. You know, the other people go out there and they create opportunities for themselves. And that doesn't just happen by sitting around. You know, it takes sitting there and focusing on, you know, just dedicating that time for a couple, you know, a couple months, a couple years, whatever it is. Um, but, you know, doing something outside of the comfort zone, taking it off easy mode for a minute and being able to focus on that. So I respect the hustle, man. I appreciate it, man. The grind, the grind never stops. But 2023 is going to be great, man. I want to be ready for it, you know. Yo, I don't know if I'm like tripping or if Blur's messed up, but do you see the bid wall on the stonks right now? It's like two thousand dollar ETH or two thousand ETH bid wall at point one three point one four. <laughs> Dude, no way! Let me it's see like fifteen hundred stonks size. <laughs> no, you were right. There is a two thousand ETH bid wall. I don't know what in the world that that's kind of insane. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I guess somebody really wants all the stocks at 2000 ETH. I, I, I don't know. I, I still think it's part of the thing where there's got to be something about the the blur airdrop. Somebody trying to maximize their opportunity across collections right now. Like, I don't know what else it is because that 2000 ETH wall, that's pretty insane. Like, I want to go through a bunch of other collections and see what else is out there like that. Um. But yeah, man, no, that's that's freaking insane. I mean, that's at the size that those bids are. I mean, it's more value than the entire collection at those entire like literally every single stonk in the entire collection could sell right now for 0. 0.14. <laughs> that's decent liquidity. <laughs> Dude, that 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 is wild. I'm gonna go name me another collection rooster. I'm just gonna go through this and like see what all else is out there. Like let's go to like Plague, for instance. Do they have something similar? Uh okay, they've got something similar at 0.18, which is way further away from where their floor is, but they've got like a sixteen hundred ETH wall there. Um Dude, let's check out 
what's a random one that I'm not thinking of right now? Um, what about like just I just checked pandas. I mean, they have like a 700 bid wall at 1.3, 1. 1.2, 1. or 1.32. Yeah, dude, people are in full farming mode right now for in anticipation. Um, I mean, dude, it's coming up like nine days away from that blur airdrop, right? Yeah, I mean, shit, if it doesn't get fucking extended again. Yeah, not no joke, man, no joke. Uh, Dr. Salata, welcome up to the stage. How are you doing today, man? Yo, what's up, what's up? Happy Sunday, happy to be here. Just came through to show some support, listening while I do some cooking. But uh, what's, what's, what's cooking? What you cooking up? Oh, man, not much. Just getting back into the rhythm of things. Dude, it's crazy. Like, I don't know, when was the last time that you took two full days off completely unplugged? Um, Before I started Web3. Okay, exactly. So I was going to say, like, I have been completely unplugged, barely checked my phone at all the past two days. And dude, I'm not going to lie, it feels like two months right now after getting back into it. Yeah, bro. It's like, if you take two days off completely, it's like, the catch up takes like four days probably afterwards. That's why it's like hard to take a day off. Um, I try to check in at least once a day, even if I like go away, but it's like, it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, man. So that's my thing right now. You know, I took two days completely off. So I'm back into it, though. Um, and yeah, no, it feels good. Absolutely. Happy to hear you on the spaces. Give us some alpha, uh, maybe waiting room for 0.42069 or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man, we need to get back into it. I mean, hey, like I said, we're going to kick it back up. And one way or the other, you know, dude, I don't care. It takes two weeks, two months, two years. Like, we're going to keep it rolling throughout the year. It's got to. So, um, yeah, got to keep the vibes rolling one way or the other. Hey, what all else did I miss this weekend while I was gone? Somebody else catch me up. What all else happened? Any crazy news across the crypto sphere? Nah, except for that, like, m most of the NFT community counter-traded themselves. And, you know, it's funny. Loud punks actually did not end up minting out. They burned over 50% of the supply and like so many people faded it. And now, uh, I mean, they're already up like an ETH over mint price, like right about. Uh, but yeah, now people are like, Oh, you know, like the utility, like these people already made the, like this is the first project that has dropped like utility based where everything's already been built before they release or they started the mint and like everybody on nft twitter faded it and it just like i don't know it says a lot to me like people are still dumb as shit like <laughs> a lot of people um so yeah that that that, that has at least taken uh, most of my attention the past couple days i mean that's fair man that's fair so the loud punks actually ended up doing okay and there were a lot of people that faded it going into it yeah not not even like like there are people like yeah I, it just doesn't make sense bro there's like people trying to fud it too like saying like oh this is like outrageously like 1.5 eth in this market like people were minting pixelmon at 1.5 eth and they haven't started anything like th those are the same people who faded something with like utility that can be paid back within half a year right get getting your value back within half a year 
and they're like, oh, no, this is stupid. And then now that they see it moving, they're like, you know what? This is, you know, you're right. But now I'm priced out because, like, I didn't think it was going to do anything. Shoot, my bad. Uh, I mean, it kind of reminds me, except for it sounds like it's a little bit different, right? Where the Porsche one, uh, like a lot of us gave shit about the Porsche NFT, but the Porsche people were at least smart enough to where they closed out their mint. I, like, who knows whether they're going to open it back up or not. But I know, like, I, I faded that. And I think still well-deservedly, right? Like, had they not altered the mechanics of what they promised going into the mint, I don't think that they would have raised up. But it's another example of, I, I think, kind of what you're talking about, just not necessarily the same type of play where, you know, because they did alter the mechanics. But, like, the Porsche NFTs did end up doubling after, like, a lot of people gave it shit whenever it was just sitting there on the floor for a while. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, like, I think, like, at least 50% of the space right now just needs to counter trade themselves, and they'll probably end up being profitable. Because, um, like, this is probably, at least in my opinion, this is probably the biggest no brainer. And, you know, I was, you know, I was trying to say that without, like, you know, trying to sound shilly shilly. It, it just, like, didn't make sense not to participate in this to me. Like, it, it was the easiest no-brainer so far for me this year other than like you know stacking stocks well love to hear it man um yeah so i'm glad those are doing well i know that was one of the things that you guys were really talking about going into it and dude i you know looking at the market right now i still think it's the exact same thing like bitcoin eth etc I mean, it's it's frustrating. Did it go up to whatever immediately? No. But at the same time, like, I still think it's one of those things where it just is retesting the lower bounds of the range again. And just another thing where people are just going to have to be a little bit more patient before whatever that God candle type move is. I still think 30K is like the ultimate the ultimate trend for where things are heading from here. But it's just a matter of being patient for whatever that move is to be able to play out. Right. You know? Up until then, it's just, you know, like a lot of people, I think, are just accustomed to things happening immediately. And if they don't happen immediately, then they look at that trend and they're like, OK, well, that's rejected. It's not going to go anywhere from here. But, you know, I, I really think Bitcoin, when you're looking at it, it still is broken out from those higher time frame resistances that we've you know been talking about. And, you know, even though it didn't have that follow through like I expected where it happened, you know, I still think that it's going after a retest lower bounds of this range. I still think 30K is the area where it's heading to next. And I still think whenever it does eventually break back above the uh, 23, 24K levels that, you know, I, I really think it's going to be an insane squeeze up to that range. So yeah, man, you know, just one of those things got to be patient for with it, but definitely believe that it's still going to play out. I believe that if we had Alabama Tabasco still trading, we at least would have had a week, a week to twenty-five already. And now we got to see how the cartel moves. It's a little different. <laughs> oh yeah, and if anyone had concerns about um, the recent stonk dump, uh, that was just Bog being degenerate getting liquidity for to mint a bunch of loud punks. So, you know, Bog, he'll, he'll rotate back in. Do not worry. 
um, you know, if it hits his mark price, right, he'll take the floor up to 0. 0.4269 himself. So uh, don't Dude, freak I, out. I, I never worry about anything with that stuff. At the end of the day, like, here's my deal. I mean, I, <laughs> I think that if you're sitting there focusing on whatever, like, the actual floor price is during any situation, then you're not going to get anywhere anytime soon because – Again, you know, looking at where we were for 15, you know, not 15 months, it was like 12 out of the 15 months underneath 0.1 ETH. And we'd still show up and still be able to hang out, like, you know, be able to move the project, move the community forward during that, you know, being down at a quarter ETH, like, it's not a big deal, man. It's one of those things. It is what it is. Like, I'm vibing one way or the other. And we're going to continue to show up. I'm still really bullish on where I think NFTs are heading this year. So, and, you know, at the end of the day, that's the thing. It's like, you know, again, love people having the option to do degenerate shit with their stuff, right? Like, there's no reason why at the end of the day, somebody shouldn't be able to do that. So I'm, I'm all for it, completely support it. And yeah, man, I, you know, so I, I'm a huge loud punks maxi for y'all for that reason too right now. Like I would love to see you guys kill it on that. Um, let's see. We got a couple new people up to stage or at least somebody new. We got Cantor. I don't think I've ever talked to Cantor. He's self-described crypto hedge fund manager, CFO of Omniux series 65 and three licenses um world touring musician investor ddr player most importantly not financial advice cantor welcome up to the stage how's it going today man it's going good thanks for that intro man no problem at all man no problem at all um yeah i just came in here i just saw dr solana in here so i just thought i'd stop by and there's a couple other friends in here you know pp and freedom and so forth and a couple of familiar faces oh shit erich is in here okay perfect yeah, this is the spot I want to be, for sure. Um, yeah, just came in. I was just looking. I saw Alpha. Um, I do not think I know enough about the current wonky weekly um, talk right now. However, I do have a lot of you know market alpha, if that is anything that you would like to hear as well. Because it always does affect the NFT prices, too. Yo, hey, I'm, I'm all for everything. And just FYI, I mean, dude, we just host this space. You know, we've hosted it every single week. I week number 50 straight now. So, um, you know, but it, it's not just about the stonks. Like, obviously, love talking about the stonks. Um, but, you know, love talking through whatever else is happening across the market right now. So drop some alpha. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate you having me up here, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure a lot of you saw, like, everyone was calling for fucking 25, 24, break that, go to like, we're in the new bull market, whatever, right? Well, people need to calm down with the euphoria and realize that there is quite a bit of inefficiencies that need to be filled prior to going back up. So I gave this thesis to the, to the you know, the analysts that I work with, we all came up with this thesis and, and the people that we work with, we, we deployed this thesis and essentially, um, you know, it was pretty much expected that Bitcoin would go into the 24s, low 24s. That's where there's something called a supply zone. That means people will go and supply the market with liquidity. 
by selling their Bitcoin and thus it will drive it down. Right now there's like a really, really, really hardcore buying uh, around 22.5 to around 23, which is the range we're about to be in right now. And um, there, you know, there's a couple of EMAs and things like that in the four hour for Bitcoin as well that are supporting it. But ultimately, you know, I think that even though the charts in terms of certain indicators like stochastic RSI and MACD and all that is showing relatively strong uh, positive momentum, the thing that people need to realize is there are things called CME gaps. And one was formed at 19,850 CME gap for the layman is um, when there are future contracts, Bitcoin has a futures contract on the CME, which is the uh, Chicago Mercantile Exchange. It only trades on, on, the, on the weekdays. It doesn't trade on the weekends, just like the stock market and so forth. So that inefficiency was created when it closed one day and then opened up another day a lot higher. So when those gaps get created, they need to be filled in order for market makers to fill inefficiencies. So it naturally will push price down to fill that, as well as there's a lot of people who longed at like 17,000, 18,000, and they're looking to take profits now at 24, 23, 22 and a half or so. So um, once those are all filled, I think that there's going to be really interesting bullish continuation in the markets, because I don't think the macroeconomic issues that will occur um, have shown up yet. I think that um, this, the markets in general, traditional markets, will realize what's really going on probably by the end of the first quarter and at the very latest, the end of the second quarter. Um, there's just so many things that I could go on and on and on, but there are a lot of things in regards to treasuries as well as employment, as well as current, um, I guess, bottlenecks you have in certain industries that will not go away without some type of intervention. And people are trying to ignore it right now. They're focusing on what the Fed is saying. And they're not reading the data and seeing what's actually going to start compounding and becoming an issue. So um, overall, I mean, I'm bullish on, on, on I, I can't say specifics because, you know, that's financial advice. But I am bullish in general macro for the quarter, for sure, on across the board. Um, and I think that that will be great because if people decide to short and they feel that it's temporary, they may get a really great opportunity to compound their portfolio on the way up and then short on the way down. So I, I think it's healthy. I think it's needed. And something people need to understand, too, is you also have that major support resistance at 30,000-ish. Like over the past two years, that was the major support, right? When it first went up and broke 20,000 and skyrocketed to 60. And then it went down in that summer of 2021, I believe it was, and bounced off 30. And then went back up to, to test um, uh, 69,000 in, in uh, November of 2021. And then after that, it went down and it broke through 30,000. Now it's looking to go back up to retest that 30,000 as a resistance now instead of a support. So that's like the general, I guess, thesis for the next few months. Uh, at least on my end and, and, and my team's end. Love to hear it, man. Love to hear it. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I mean, 
the way I look at it right now is I think there's a lot of noise here above this 21K level, you know, where we've been in the past few days from 22 to 24. And I like, I personally believe everything in this range is just noise before that next move up to where you're talking about 30K is the next major interest zone. I really do think there's um, going to be a lot of momentum heading into that, but, you know, definitely appreciate that take. I'm going to kick it over to Dr. Solana. He had his hand up first. I'm going to kick it over to intern after that. Dr. Solana, what's going on? Yo, we, you can go to intern first, actually. I, I'm in the middle of roast, uh, grilling some shit. And it's about, like, <laughs> no problem. Oil, go- oil splashing and shit. Oh, my God. It's, I'll it's go to make a fire. Careful. And then I'll go to Jimena, and then I'll kick it back to you. So give you a second on the roast. Hey, Cleo. Uh, thank you, Dr. Solana. Um, so I was just coming up here, uh, and I was hearing Cantor speak, you know, on the uh, – on the chart we were speaking a few days ago and he was seeing like i guess uh half of a perfect triangle <clears throat> so he was kind of calling a retrace um and i was just going to get some more you know input maybe from the panel as well um where do you guys see us retracing to because obviously we're at like 22896 or somewhere around there right now i think um i you know again i personally i think everything that we're seeing right now in this area is just noise i mean if the most that i could see a retrace going to would be a retrace or a retest of that high time frame breakout which would be somewhere you know like mid 21s um i i don't think that it's going to go that low but you know like if it did i wouldn't be too shocked right like you know we've seen plenty of high time frame breakouts um that retest you know retrace back to that, um, you know, basically an SR support resistance flip. Um, so I wouldn't be, wouldn't be shocked at all if it did do something like that. But, you know, if we did get a wick down to that level, I don't really see it lasting for very long. I still think right now, you know, shorting is a dangerous game. Um, I, I think the trend is still higher one way or the other. And, you know, you should just be able to focus on stacking what you can toward, um, you know, toward the side with momentum, but yeah, it's just my take. Awesome. Uh, thank you for that, Cleo. Um, cause yeah, no, like I really, you know, I think we've already hit bottom, you know, like I think I genuinely feel like we already have witnessed and experienced it. I'm not saying it's all uphill and you know, the moon's next, but, um, I do think we have bottomed out at least. You know, I, I, I do think that I can agree with you on that. Um, Jimena, what's going on? What's up, GM, GM? <laughs> um, can you hear me okay? Yeah, no problem at all. Welcome up. Amazing. Thank you so, so much. Um, I am going to be quite honest that I didn't know about you until just recently. I had a conversation with uh, my dear friend and collector, Q, who is listening here on the bottom. Huge shout out to him and Candace. <laughs> Also to my friend, musician, um, and amazing artist also, Alex uh, Wainbachs. Um, and I wanted to just uh, shoot my shots and come up and say hello and introduce myself. Um, I have a background in engineering and computer science. Uh, I'm also a mom. I'm currently at a playground, so I'm so sorry for the uh, distracting screams in the background. 
uh, no children are hurt in the middle of this speech. Uh, but I am an artist. Uh, I sell NFTs mostly and do some physical prints of my work. Um, also in the process of uh, creating a generative collection with B5 and JavaScript. Uh, I'm pretty much just loving, to be honest, uh, being in this creative energy, in this creative economy, um, and in Web3, not easy, to be very honest, uh, as a diverse kind of member of this community, uh, Latin American and, uh, you know, uh, BIPOC uh, member of the community. It's definitely um, a battle every day, you know, to show up and just basically do what I'm doing right now, shooting my shots and being courageous and saying, uh, I'm here, would love to connect. Um, I am a timepiece artist and community council. Uh, I'm also an ambassador of a platform called Non-Origin uh, that is in the process of doing huge things and have done already amazing things in the last two years in the community. Um, I have had drops with uh, Coinbase NFT also. Um, my work is also on Foundation and OpenSea. Anyways, I'm all over the place. Uh, and as I said, just very much grateful of the experimentation and the people, the serendipity, the relationships and the, the magic that happens every day here. Uh, not easy, as I said, a lot of change um, as a human, as a woman, as a mom, as a business owner. Uh, just like very grateful to be here. And I just want to say hello, Kelly, and uh, introduce myself. That's all. Oh, uh, actually, and I have Alpha. <laughs> At last, I, very quickly, I have an open edition that's coming um, this Wednesday uh, for $36.022 ETH. Uh, that I would love everybody to check out, retweet. Uh, if you're not able to, you know, commit, I, I get it. And everybody has that kind of the, the financial flexibility, but just, uh, you know, check out my work. Um, huge, huge, huge mental health supporter. Uh, just a story for another day, maybe. Uh, but yeah, just I wanted to say hello. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate you coming up. So is the majority of all your work generative or do you have anything outside of the generative space as well? Most of it, I painted in Procreate, uh, very inspired definitely by art blocks uh, and, you know, geometry uh, and clean and minimalism and the colors inspired by my Latin American uh, culture, you know, with all the beautiful colors of uh, the Caribbean and South America. Uh, but yeah, most of my work right now, it's actually in just painted by hand digitally in Procreate. Um, and I have a collection that sold out uh, last March in FS Hatch um, that was called Happenings. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's obviously prominent in, in P5. Well, that's awesome. I love having artists up here on stage as well. So thank you for coming up and joining us, Amena. Um, PP, what's going on? What's up, man? I'm uh, driving from my in-law's house, and I want to say... Jimena, never feel bad for playing with your kids on Kaleo's space because he'll attest that uh, I was teaching my kid how to play basketball uh, last week. So you're good. Um, just come on, you know, play with your kids on Kaleo's space. It's a great place to do it. Also, I had to hop up here because Cantor, he's downplaying himself a little bit. He's a really good impressionist. And anytime he's on one of my spaces, I always get him to do like an impression. So, Cantor, would you mind giving me like. Uh, your thoughts on Bitcoin over the next few weeks as maybe like Goofy. Can you do that?
Hello? Okay. Oh, uh, no, I'm better at Mickey. I'm better at Mickey for long yeah, yeah, time. Do, do Mickey, do Mickey. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, we can do Mickey. Okay. Oh, okay, so Bitcoin. Okay, it's uh, showing a little bit of weakness here. Huh? And uh, it's looking like we might test 22.5. Huh? But if we break that, might go down to that 19 to 21 area that Kaleo was talking about earlier. Huh? And uh, yeah, it, uh, after that, it's going to go up and uh, hopefully test 30. Huh? <laughs> I love Cantor. I, I I think you were friends with Moose, and he came on one of our shows one time. I was like, um, "This guy's a gem." So uh, happy to see you on a Kaleo space. Oh, dude, thank you, man. And wait, PP, did I send you the video yet? Um, I think you may have, dude. Kaleo, uh, a really funny thing too is, well, this isn't funny, but like he's like a DDR expert, you know, like Dance Dance Revolution. And he was on a space, and some guy hopped up and said, like, I heard Dance Dance Revolution. I heard the parties kind of get a little, little crazy, like all the dance DDR parties. Uh, so that was uh, – I, I will never forget that guy or Cantor's wild DDR party. <laughs> Freaking DDR party, man. Dude, I, I remember DDR so vividly. Like I was the world champion. That guitar hero were the hottest things out there, man. I like, and the best part about DDR though is you actually get a decent workout too if you're on some of those advanced levels trying to progress past it. So I oh, yeah. respect that. <laughs> so Cantor actually, he was not only was he the DDR champion, but like he produced music, and all of his music was like that was produced was using like a DDR pad. Am I right, Cantor? Yeah, I ended up inventing um, a MIDI controller where me and a buddy created four custom-made DDR pads, connected it all together into a giant MIDI controller, and I can now create and perform music through dance, which is part of the project that I've been working on for five years that PP's talking about that's launching tomorrow. So, But I'm not going to shill it. I'm not shilling. This is, I, Dude, I do most, not shill. <laughs> most sane people would just use like a beat board with their fingers, but not Cantor. Cantor, Cantor wants the workout. Dude, hey, that is, that's insane, man. I, I want to hear how long did it take for the inspiration for that to even cross your mind? Um, so it happened when I was um, touring a lot more than I did in my later years in my music career. Um, it happened when I was touring with Kendrick Lamar and I was talking to his uh, one of his main mix engineers on on the bus, and he was basically saying he did all of his creation through a drum pad. And I always thought it would be cool to do something different as a MIDI controller. And I always was very good at Dance Dance Revolution, obviously becoming the inaugural champion. And like when I got off that tour, the idea came to me, but I never acted on it until a few years later. Um, just because I just didn't have the time. I was doing other things. I was touring and stuff like that. And then, uh, yeah, I ended up just getting into it. And uh, I posted it. It did really well. And now um, I ended up taking that, some of that proprietary technology and added it to a project that I've been working on for the past five years. So all in all, it's like um, all coming to fruition now. No, that's that's really cool, man, and love to see the result of something original and hard work, you know, 
finally coming to life as well. So shout out to that. Thanks. Uh, I was going to ask Kalia, do you mind if I send you a DM with something in it? Very special. Yeah, let's see it, man. Go ahead, shoot it over. I'll check. Okay, it. no sharing though. No sharing. So you're gonna send me a special DM too, bro? He's gonna send you a wallet drink. Wait, send me send me a DM saying free whitelist or like video or something, and I'll get it to you because I'm snapshotting the account tomorrow and whoever's locked in locked in. But we send you this thing, Kaleo. One thing I love about uh, Cantor, Kaleo, is like when he hops up on space, like he always has these great market insights that he loves to share. I just treat him like a pet monkey. I'm like, hey, can you do a Mickey Mouse impression, please? So, PP, basically, you want to be Cantor from the sounds of it. Like, oh, dude, I'm a huge fan. Like, uh, yeah, Cantor. Let's talk if you want. To like, I've it. never here. Here's the deal, Cantor. I have never seen PP simp to somebody so hard on stage before. So that means like, the world to me, PP, dude. You're special. don't feel, don't be scared. You just fucking DM me, dog. Like, I'm here for, for everyone. <laughs> no, like I was planning on just listening to Kaleo's space, and I saw Cantor pop up here. I was like, oh shit, I gotta hop up. That means the world to me, man. That's so sweet of you. Honestly, I don't even see it as simping. I just see it as like people like people who are passionate about the space. You know, it brings it brings out the passion in themselves as well. So I always think that's a positive, you know, by the way, I sent you um, like half of the full thing, Kaleo, in your DM. I think I think you're going to really like it. <laughs> Curious to see what his live reaction will be to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Give me a second. Um, until then, I bet it's a video of him dancing. It might be, man. It might be. <laughs> oh, no. It's something much, much, much more special than that. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Please don't share it, Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> so, were you a world champion? Yeah. So, dancer at Dance Dance Revolution? Yes, like, sir. Made it all the way to the final finals of the first round, like the first ever. So Tell, the, what what's going on here? This is insane. Sure. So um, back in the day, Guinness Book of World Records didn't do video game records. That was handled by a company called um, uh, Twin Galaxies. And if you remember, you might know this. Um, there was like a documentary one year that was released about Donkey Kong and like the, the original and like someone cheated or whatever the fuck it was or like Pac-Man or Tetris, like any of those old school ones. Billy Mitchell cheated. Exactly. So that is the company that did all the big video game um, records. Um, there was uh, no record holder yet for Dance Dance Revolution because it was so new. And I ended up calling a referee over um, and I got a high enough score to become the inaugural DDR world champion when I was 14 years old. Um, I ended up losing that title two years later to someone in Japan, but, uh, yeah, I was the first to hold it. Amazing. Were you a bar hold? Like, did you hold on to the bar while you danced or so were you it's more freestyle? That because now as I'm older and I play it on a much even higher level than I did when I was a kid, just because the game has gotten harder as time has gone on. Um, I do hold the bar now just because I'm older and like, I don't want to die and like cross my legs and like shatter like an ACL or something. But 
back in the day, I did a lot of freestyle stuff. I would use no bar. I would hit the notes with my hands and turn around and like, you know, all the, all, all that kind of stuff. Honestly, what a way to go out though. If you did die, yeah. I don't know, man. I really don't want to die in a DDR pad. <laughs> right. I won't lie. I really didn't even know this was still a thing. So, you know, this is actually kind of, you know, it's kind of cool to be able to rediscover. And I watched the video, man. That's kind of insane. So, um, I, you know, I, I won't lie. I had some of the conversation going on from here in the background as well. So I, it, there were a few of the voices that didn't make sense during the video. Now looking back, I, I just realized it was literally just y'all talking in the background. So, but yeah, man, like it, it, it looks, it looks pretty intense. So, um, that's, it's impressive one way or the other. Thank you, man. Um, I spent a lot of time. I employed 20, 23 people, I think it is now, building this thing over five years. That's wild, man. So I got to ask, outside of DDR, what else is the, uh, what else is, you know, your, your passion? What's the profession? Is there something else? I love markets. Like, I love charting. I love markets. Um, I love making music. Um, I love performing live uh what else um like to travel a lot big into coffee uh <laughs> is there anything else i mean i guess i do impressions that was like kind of like i didn't even consider that but pp is like the impressionist oh my god <laughs> so if you're big into coffee i see my buddy take my bow listening um me and him started at zero x coffee uh, shoot me a dm it's basically one nft you can claim like 12 bags of coffee Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess the other thing I do is I'm a CFO of a turnkey consultancy. So we're and again, tell me to shut the fuck up if, if you don't want me to say it because I don't want to shill. But um, essentially, we're a turnkey consultancy. We handle everything in the realms of marketing technology and finance. We have a whole in-house suite team. Basically, we can replicate a uh, miniature C-suite for any company, fill any holes of any things that they need. Um, we have very high-level legal counsel access. We have access to banks. We have access to brokerages. Um, any type of specialist you can imagine in the media realm, whether it be you know entertainment or music or Hollywood or you know asset creation or code or... Um, UI, UX, any of that kind of stuff. We basically developed this company over the past two years. Um, so we do that too. That's awesome, man. Um, you know, I, again, it's a very diverse <laughs> skill set of both interests and, um, you know, interests, hobbies, whatever it is, man. But I, I definitely respect the diversity in the space. Um, I want to kick it over to BTC Art real quick. BTC Art, what is going on with you today, man? What's good, brother? I'm just enjoying this space. I took a few days off, just kind of uh, enjoying enjoying the weather. It's uh, it's getting bright and sunny here after a nice little snow in Middle America. I I was wondering. About, about Cantor, I mean, good calls, man. You should listen to Kaleo; he's got some pretty good ones too. And um, the uh, the Kendrick Lamar, were you a dancer uh, on Kendrick Lamar's tour? Were you oh, doing no. like no, MIDI stuff? Was, what no, you said was, you were on tour? 
Yeah, so um, it was Kendrick Lamar, Steve Aoki, Bad Rabbits, and myself. Uh, I was the co-support for Kendrick Lamar and Steve Aoki on a nationwide tour. Um, and yeah, I did, I think, 26 dates with him. How how tough does it get on the bus after about the seventh stop? Be honest. Oh, you want to know how bad I had it? I wasn't even allowed on the bus. I had to drive myself 20,000 miles with a tour manager and a photographer while producing music and releasing every Friday. All right. I'm 100% in behind whatever you do. You got the grind. You, oh, you're dude, com- I've you're been, committed, I've, brother. I've been at this you're game committed, dude. for 13 years, dog. And now that I finally have built myself up in various industries and I can like execute on something now at a level as an adult then. Cause like when I was touring, I was like 21, you know, I was a little, I was a little yeah. baby, you know? Yeah. Um, but now that I like have the insight and like I've saved up enough and done everything, I'm really excited to execute as, as an adult. So super excited. When I was, I when I was a kid, all we had was a wheel and a stick. And then when we wanted to do dance, dance revolution, we put cardboard on the sidewalk. And then somebody would play their beatbox and we would just have jams, but we never got the Guinness book guy or I would have won. Cause I could, I could just dance. I mean, if you want to talk about somebody who can dance, maybe at uh, South by Southwest, I'll have to show some. Yo, some I was originally off. supposed to do an activation at South by Southwest, but I decided to do NFT New York city for like a real life activation uh, for people. Good call. If I can pivot just for a second, is that okay? Kaleo? I've, I've been listening, even though I've been out, there's a couple people I follow. B-Ways is one of those people because of just his intellect and his downright knowledge. And he keeps, I don't know, he put something out the other day and I, I, I'm begging that somehow I got on the top 10, but it's got three tiers and somehow there's this magic number of 240724. Is anybody else following this stuff? All I know is I got number 69. I don't know what it's for. Shut up. Yeah, I got 69. So, what'd you have to do to get that? That's the question. Uh, I was the 69th person to DMB Ways for the spot. Uh, <laughs> luckily. Uh, how many feet picks that cost you? Uh, none, actually. No, honestly, um, I really am excited for what B Ways is building, and I have no problem shilling it because. Um, I, I just know that it's it's something that it's something that matters because he's not promising anything. He's just inviting people into the conversation. But if you guys don't know, you might wanna might wanna pay attention to four oh seven. And and why does he keep blowing my mind? Is why I keep like for a year I've been saying it over and over. It's uh it's hard to it's hard to grasp. I've I've even met the person in real life and I wasn't sure if I was in the matrix when it happened or if I was actually present with him, but I felt like he was being very present, but uh two, four, Oh, seven, two, four, some, something about that. And I know there's only 420, uh, DM white. He's doing a, he's not doing a whitelist. It's like a, it's like a straight up community thing from what I can, I don't know. Maybe he wants to come up and talk about it. Maybe he doesn't he probably wants to stay, uh, just in the build, but, Either way, thanks for asking me how things are going. Um, ki, ki Leo, ka, ka, la, la, la. Um, it's just a great day. Kale salad. Kale salad. I'm so proud to be part of the stalls. I just want to, I always want to come back to that. Everything about my journey 
from here to the quantosphere has been stonk related because there's not a better community. There's not better people. And I mean, it in all seriousness, I just, I salute everyone who's, who's a stonk holder, all those who are waiting to be a stonk holder. I, I don't know what a simp is. I have to Google that. I'm too old. I'm too much of a boomer. It's, it's, it's what I do to Cantor. But dude, I, I have a question for Kaleo, actually. Kaleo, how are you going to let Cantor say he really, really loves charting and not absolutely shield the ever loving shit out of stonks? Because Cantor, if you love charting, you will love wonky stonks. I mean, I'm down. I'm down, dude. Just uh, re- read the thread pinned at the top. Okay. And decide if you want to fade it. I will, I will send this to my notes because I do – I was just about to say I got to bounce. I have a meeting in eight minutes. Um, but it was amazing seeing a lot of familiar phrases. Great meeting, Cleo. Yeah, it's weird. We haven't met each other. <laughs> we seem to have a lot of similar uh, friends and stuff. So I'm happy to meet you. And thank you for letting you know me talk about some personal things. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, of course, man. You know, it's it, it's a big space, though. It's easy to, you know, there are pockets of groups and crowds where it can some sometimes be easy not to cross over. And um, yeah. always a pleasure meeting new people, though, man. So yes, you as well. Uh, thank you, I appreciate it. I will talk to you all soon, and thank you again. All right, take it easy, brother. Yeah, it's always nice listening to BTC talk. I love the energy. Hey, who um. Was it Dr. Saul cooking? Listen, my curiosity is killing me. You never talked about what you were cooking there. And I'm not trying to change it. <laughs> not trying to go down the rabbit hole, man. But come on. You talking to me? Yes. Oh, I was just grilling some steak, dog. I, I, I finished eating it now so I can talk. But, uh, yo, like, all right, that was a good uh, round of uh, – uh, personal intros, but I'm I'm not gonna show myself. I'm just the retired dentist, just uh, chilling in the Web three. But anyways, yo, Calio, I know you're bullish on overall sentiment of the market, but I I, I don't know. Like I think Cantor and uh, Intern had some good points earlier, and I know you follow stocks and S and P and stuff like that too. But I was having an interesting conversation yesterday with a friend that was saying like, you know, because a, a bunch of our homies are either bullish or neutral right now, but not a lot of them are bearish, but some are concerned that, you know, we're in this uh, bubble per se. And, you know, S&P looks like it might go to like around 32, 3300 region potentially. And I just wanted to know your thoughts on that. And um, how much parity do you think there is? I mean, there is some parity between crypto and traditional markets, obviously, but uh, I just want to hear your thoughts on it. And uh, so based well, on, dude, yeah, I'll just, like interject there it's if stocks equity like if the s&p 500 went down to 3200 you know bitcoin would crash down with it i am not that bearish though on the s&p 500 i i personally still like my since basically october my target has been 4300 and it is not changed one bit right now. So I am still looking. I don't think anything's broken structurally. One bad day on Friday doesn't, and you know, bad is relative. Was it really terrible? I mean, not really. There were a few misses across some of the bigger names, but everything right now is still absolutely crushing it from where it was a month ago. 
Um, I don't think there's been anything in that one little bit of panic that has caused any type of warning slash alarm bells to change anything about the higher time frame structural view. I, I really look at it where, um, you know, I, I think both the S&P 500 um, and Bitcoin have broken key resistance levels um, that typically signal higher time frame momentum shifts. So I really think that that trend has shifted bullish. Um, the higher time frame trend has. And, you know, again, I don't think that it leads to any type of new all time highs, but I, I really have a hard time seeing that any of those super low ball, you know, I, again, I can see, I could see, you know, a, a couple thousand dollars lower than where we are right now retesting for BTC. I wouldn't be shocked for that. I wouldn't be shocked to see um, the S&P 500 retest 4K again. I mean, there's some levels that I'm looking at there that I'm like, okay, I mean, that's a reasonable pullback. But I, I really don't think that you're going to get much else outside of that as far as just a pullback. I think that it is going to go ahead and, um, you know, continue that momentum higher. And uh, I've got, uh, I'm really not too concerned about that whatsoever because Dr. Solana, people have been saying, you know, the 3,200 level or whatever for the S and P 500 for the last couple months, right? Like, and uh, that level, you know, the voices that I'm hearing about those type of targets typically are the same voices that we're talking about those targets you know, 20% lower than where we are right now. And they haven't really changed. You know, there've been no invalidation levels as things have continued to climb higher. So I have a hard time really buying into any of those arguments outside of, you know, just people saying, oh, well, the macro is so bad that everything should be lower right now. And these are all people, though, that talk about the macro being so terrible that probably didn't know what the word macro was you know, 12 months ago. So it just is something that I think things are going to get it. Like I'm still waiting bullish. <laughs> what I'll simplify it down to. So, um, you know, I, I, I guess if I'm proven wrong, whenever it happens, I will put my apologies in and, you know, we'll go through <laughs> and figure out why that is. But uh, for now, I mean, nothing really has changed as far as my, my outlook. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate that. And um, do you uh, do you like to just uh, do uh, perpetual futures, or do you, are you do you also like hold bags and stuff like spot? Just curious. I heard it's a good mix to do a little a little bit of each, but for the audience that's like not big on trading and stuff, I think it could help shed some insight if you don't mind. Yeah, I mean, I think spots the safest way to go to begin with uh so i you know i wouldn't chill anything outside of that i think if people really want to be active then um you know futures are a good vehicle to be able to do that but um they both have their place and i i think spot is obviously the safer choice for the uh you know for the average person 100 percent, i agree thanks yeah of course man um, so wait, 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 I didn't. So you said you're a retired dentist. You sound too young to be a retired dentist. I know, I know. I, I, you're retired <laughs> already. I know, bro. I know. I'm just taking a little break. Uh, I've been, been off since like April, May, just trying to do full time this and just uh, explore 
uh, see what's going on before, you know, have kids or whatever. So, um, just, uh, just, uh, doing my thing, but, um, definitely, uh, I feel the itch to kind of go back to the office a little bit, part-time at least. And, uh, might just take on like a chief clinical officer role or something like that for a dental group. So exploring options, but, uh, you know, like you said, it's hard to take two days off in this, um, space. And I think you, you still have your like kind of day job or, or you're an engineer. So I don't know how, how that goes, but, um, it, it's been really hard, especially in Solana NFTs because things move so fast and there are a lot of, uh, opportunities from April till now, even though it was a bear market, there were a lot of different, you know, innovations made in the space and a lot of new different projects. So, uh, it, I just wanted to row when the water's coming in. So did that. And, uh, I think I learned a lot, felt a lot and gave me a lot of, uh, I don't know, like a lot of outside of box thinking and, and outside of dentistry thinking that, you know, really opened my eyes up to a lot of different business acumen and, and, uh, operations with different people and stuff like that. So, yeah. And it was my kind of like excuse. I worked hard, grinded hard for 10 years, uh, kind of felt like my twenties kind of went away. So, uh, and everybody was working from home during COVID and afterwards as well. And I'm like, man, doctors and dentists can't work from home ever. So I might as well just take some time and, uh, try, try this out and see what it feels like. So that was the basis of that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been a fun ride for sure. Got to meet people like you intern and Cantor and all these homies and just, uh, you know, network and, uh, you know, uh, meet people that I, I, I don't think I've ever, you know, imagined of. Like I said, I've been following you since like 2016. So, uh, being up on stage talking about things, you know, it's like a dream come true, not simping, but, uh, yeah, you, everybody can make it in this space. If you show up every day, consistency is key. It's, it's hard to, you know, fake consistency and, uh, it's easy to prove you're a real one in this space. I think cause uh, a lot of people come and go on a daily basis. One dentist NFT, man. Bro, nobody likes teeth, man. They hate the word dentist. Bro, people you never heard of Denticoin? <laughs> no, of course I have, bro. It was, that was back in the day, wasn't it? <laughs> but anyways, yo, uh, but somebody did actually have like a dentist NFT thing with like a tooth. But the funny thing, I'm not showing it, but the funny thing was like the dude was like, yo, you're going to love this. And he showed me and it was peak a tooth. And I thought it was like kind of cute and funny. <laughs> Boomer jokes. I'm sorry. Bro, I, I gotta ask the dentist. Uh, do you play poker? Uh, yes. I knew it. It is a thing that like all dentists play poker. I don't know what it is, but the dentists run deep in the poker community. It's hilarious. That's funny. I mean, a lot of dentists are degens by nature. I think, and uh, a lot of them like art, music, and partying as well. I think it's like because dentistry is a science and art at the same time in medicine. So it's like, there's no like always objective answer. I mean, it comes to like, cause like certain things like heart, heart problems and stuff, you get a certain number as quantitative measures uh, of, you know, whatever tests or diagnostics you get. But dentistry, it's like, Oh, like the severity of a, an issue is really variable depending on person to person. And everybody's different. Every tooth is different inside a person's mouth. So I think that's where it comes from. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, a lot of my friends are DGENs actually. A lot of them, you know, mess with crypto, NFTs, and all that and good stuff. Also, what's your handicap? Uh, for golf? Golf, yeah. Bro, uh, not a huge golfer, per se. Uh, never really had the time to explore that that much. Um, but looking into it, uh, I, I, can, I can hit a ball uh, at the range pretty well, but I, I, don't, I haven't really been on the fields that much. And I don't know, I've been, like I said, I was busy grinding for 10 years, like didn't take a day off, and then, 
once I quit my job, I felt like I was going to get some rest, but been working like three times harder in this field. I used to work like 16 hours a week and now it's like the 16 hours a day. So I can't make this shit up, bro. I was trying to be cool like Rooster. I thought there was a correlation between dentistry and golf, but apparently. No, don't get me wrong. A lot of dentists play golf. It's just me. I'm, I'm probably the outlier. Awesome. Awesome. So I have a question for you. Like uh, a dentist rocking a D-God. Like I'm a, I'm a huge Frank fan, uh, Metamate, uh, Basil. Uh, why the D-God? Like what brought you into the uh, D-Gods? Um, I bought this like a while ago, like th- right around when I quit my job. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I back, I, I've always liked Frank. I, I, I used to talk to him like back in February onwards. And, uh, you know, at the time, I didn't have a lot of liquid to play with because I made some bad moves coming into the market. I mean, basically dumped my crypto gains from like 17 to 19 into Salami at like all-time high, basically, feeling like I'm a G and uh, <laughs> saw it go, go down from then to where we're at now. But um, uh, at the time, I was like, yo, Frank, just wait for me. I'm, I'm going to get my D, got to get in. But I, I, I eventually got in. And uh, I think if, I, bases were, you know, and have been, you know, the number one NFT project in the world so far in terms of market cap or whatever you want to call it. But um, I, I do believe that as a human being, there is a tendency and inclination to like something that's of a human form. And I, I personally just biasly think that at, at, at least for now, there hasn't been another human form uh, generic PFP project uh, that has a big community and a strong community that's time tested as the D gods. And that's why I, I'm bullish on them and I, I stand by them and haven't changed my PFP since like April, basically. But uh, yeah, that's my kind of thesis on it. And, you know, board apes are cool. Mutants are cool. But I do think uh, people at the end of the day, a lot of them, you know, prefer to, you know, represent themselves as a cartoon JPEG, but potentially as a human being. So that's my kind of thesis on it and why I think long term the gods uh, will appeal to the masses as well and, uh, and bullshit on Not to take anything away, man, but it sounded like you just described the wonkies too. Say what? Sound like describe the wonky community. Yeah, for sure, bro. That's why I, I, I'm a holder of wonky stocks and uh, wonky stocks, and uh, that's why I'm here spending my Sunday evening uh, on Calio's spaces. <laughs> for sure. Yo, bro, the community so lit. They like I joined, and then I didn't even ask, and uh, a bunch of people reached out. They made me the wonky cube. I posted about it, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of uh, Solana homies come in here because me and some other Solana homies are always rocking in here now. And I think uh, this is like the multi-chain, multi-chain future, at least Solana and ETH, at least. When I first started, you know, ETH used to, ETH homies used to shit on us a lot. And like, I started from ETH, you know, like, you know, uh, shit coins. And, and uh, I just didn't dabble with ETH NFTs at the time because I was like, oh, um, I'm probably a little late. Uh, I don't want to deal with gas fees it was it was all just like excuses but uh in hindsight i should have probably dabbled with some ETH nfts as well but it's just like when you're so in tune with one ecosystem there's so much stuff happening and especially like solana quote unquote with the fast transactions and the low transaction fees like there's so much paper handing going on and undercutting that you, know, you can't take your eye off things <laughs> in this ecosystem at times and um yeah i think it's a double-edged sword it's it's convenient and fast but at the same time it's that much easier for other people to just uh, ruined the fun. And uh, yeah, it's le- learning as you go. But uh, I think as long as you're treading water and uh, moving forward 1% a day, it's it's a win. 
And uh, that's how I see it. And uh, to date, I've been trying to help a lot of people in the ecosystem, you know, learn things, uh, see things. And uh, I like to be the uh, noob onboarder, per se, because um, I'm not as big brand as some of these speaker panels up here. Uh, but uh, I like new people towards the right way and prevent scams and stuff because like you know at first like i think i got rugged on my first couple of uh, solana nfts and it was just like holy shit and at that time solana was like 250 dollars per and if you're minting like 10 of these things that are two sold each at the time 500 dollars that's like what um that's like 10k right there isn't it so uh yeah it, it's, it was an expensive lesson but um i think a lot of people uh have been practicing safer measures in this uh, ecosystem at least and uh, it's it's been better to see the ecosystem for all nfts and crypto and stuff have definitely matured and and grown um but i think uh, we still got a lot ways to go and yeah bro i got like 60 solana nfts and collectively they're worth like two soul now but <laughs> well, i don't doubt that with them either whenever the bonk airdrop happened like that's like that is what they're they're x amount of collections on solana that were all worth something and then bonk was airdropped to all of them except for utes and d gods r.i.p um but outside of that you know, there are all these others out there. And Rooster, I feel you completely because those are all the ones that I own as well. And I, like, I remember checking my wallet whenever everybody was talking about this bonk stimulus check. And I'm like, oh, you know, like I've still got some solo NFTs in there. Let me check this out. Absolutely zero zilch, nada, heartbroken, but also deserved in that process. Did not spend the time there to where i really deserved it so i'm gonna go ahead jimena's had her hand up for a while jimena what yeah is just, uh, what's uh, the what's the latest very quickly i just I, there was a lot that dr uh what solen whatever said that i was like oh my gosh like i relate to it so much um and i'll just go quickly i i am a retired engineer and i'm full-time now in web3 uh, working way many more hours than I used to, uh, you know, just kind of, there is always something to learn, something to look for, uh, something to like, just go into the rabbit hole and like do the research cause it's fun. Um, and I just, you know, wanted to throw there this for whoever is listening to, uh, and definitely just keeping always the vibe of the room super high, but just keep an eye on your mental health, everybody. Keep an eye on your self-care. Keep an eye on um, your, just whatever keeps you happy and grounded. This space will always be going very incredibly fast. Um, and I'm speaking just on my own experience, you know. As a mom, like having, you know, also like my, my marriage and relationship and keeping the balance of being here, uh, you know, showing up to, to me, to my community, um, looking at the million projects that happened, uh, it's super fast paced. And I, I think it's very easy to get lost trying to find ourselves. Um, and so I just wanted to just, yeah, there was a lot of different things that, that you said, Dr. Solana, that I was like, yeah, relate to. Um, and just, again, just in this beautiful Sunday afternoon, just wanted to remind everybody, take care of yourselves, eat, drink, eat healthy, take care of yourself, sleep. Um, because these we're here to be in the long term, especially here, you know, now and like whatever bear market, whatever. I don't know if it is, but uh, yeah, let's just 
take care of ourselves. And I just wanted to say thank you for allowing me to to share about my work. I am so sorry. I totally shelled my drop, and I didn't realize this was not uh, kind of that space for that. So I just wanted to apologize for that uh, and just say, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I am going to drop down, uh, but it was fun to get to listen to everybody. Oh, no apologies necessary. I mean, like I said, I love hearing new artists and, you know, that I haven't connected with before. Um, you came in with Q's blessing, and that is a badge of honor anytime anybody steps up on stage for me. So that is more than enough grounds to be able to come up and show whatever you're working on. So, you know, thank you for coming up. You guys, make sure to check out Jimena. You know, she did say that she's got that open edition coming out tomorrow, so make sure to check it out. Um, take it take it easy. Like I said, you're welcome back here anytime. So really appreciate you coming up here. I appreciate you. Be Be good, everyone. Bye-bye. Hades, Hades in the building. What's up, brother? What's up, family? Kaleo, PP, BTC, Rooster. See, we got some uh, Solana fans up here. Welcome to the, welcome to the east side of the wonky stocks. Um, my wife is actually giving me like the fuck you eyes right now, so I kind of got to get back into my mother-in-law's dinner that I just snuck away from to enjoy this time with you guys. So you, you um, should tell her this is work. <laughs> it is work. It is. It, it truly is. She knows that, man. But I love you guys. Seriously, keep vibing. Keep going hard. Kaleo, man, I uh, said a big prayer for you last night, my brother, and um, all the love in the world to you, man, man. Love you, 80s. Thanks for stepping on, man. And best of luck, my man. <laughs> hey, uh, I'll catch you guys uh, hopefully tomorrow if you do another one. So uh, I'll be uh, back in action. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have something going. I mean, my game plan is after we're done with this space, I'm going to just take it easy the rest of the night and, and then just dive back in full, you know, fully into, um, you know, out of the tweeting, the charts, the everything else. So, um, you know, I'll definitely work a space in there at some point also. So something will be in the mix, you know, just who knows when. Yeah, man, just always take care of yourself. And you know that, man, better <clears throat> than anybody. So keep that balance and uh, much love, brother. Much love, Eddie. She definitely heard you say Solana. I think that's what it was. Um, we still have some work to do, uh, some points to prove and stuff. But um, whoever was golfing or asking about like their handicap, uh, mine's around a 17. Um, I'm today 60 degrees. I don't know why I'm in a space and not on the courses right now. Um, and it's sunny. Um, but yeah, no, definitely uh, awesome to be up here. same same vibes man it is a beautiful day outside i was actually just walking out there taking some trash out right now i may actually end up wrapping up the space here in just a little bit because i want to spend a little bit of time out there before it gets too dark um but yeah man you know like I, i think it is incredibly important it's one of those things that like the past couple of days have really showed me just it's it's tough taking a break and stepping away in this type of a space. But it's one of those things you've got to be able to look out for yourself, you know, your family, everything else as well. You know, and if your mental health health isn't there and you're not taking care of it, like nothing else really matters. Right. Um, so, yeah, you know, 
it's it's definitely worth it. But it does. It is so weird, man. How I don't get how this like you you know a normal job you walk away for two days all the time. You take a Saturday off, a Sunday off, and it's normal. In this space, you take two days off, and it's like up. Oh, you know, it, it feels like in a freaking eternity. I don't get the difference and how that ever happened. But like at some point in time, it did. Yeah, no, like straight up, dude, the space moves so fast that, you know, when I first got welcomed to it, uh, there was a saying and it was like, if you spend three months in this space, you're pretty much a veteran. You know, just because there's so much that you learn, uh, you know, within that time frame. I mean, and you're right, like you could literally step away for two days and the whole world could have fallen apart, dude. It's wild. It is crazy. It's moving fast. FTX already asked for the donations from the campaigns and shit. Yeah, Cleo, it is nice to have you back um, after the last three months. With the... <laughs> need to get back to the sh- uh, checking out that out for the charts, the stonks, right? Um, no, it's funny. I, I, I want to touch on, you know, spending three months in the space and being, uh, you know, a veteran. I would probably highly disagree, <laughs> at least with that. I mean, you know, you may learn a lot in three months, but there's so much more that you don't know. And then if you take two days off after those three months, you know, you're a rookie again. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's all it's all about the grind, you know, where at least me personally, I think I've probably spent like thousands of hours over, over the past couple of years, you know, just hanging out in the space, networking, doing all that stuff. Uh, and I still would not even consider myself anywhere close to um, a veteran or a pro, probably. Um, probably middle bell curve myself, even though I want to be left side, right? Can I ask you a question, though, Rooster? So if you minted a rugged project, right, like you're probably not going to, you know, be as willing the next time, right? Bro, I've probably minted like you're asking the wrong person. I've probably minted like a fucking hundred rugs uh, by now, but I'm more degenerate than your <laughs> your your average trader. So yeah, you may get spooked. My first ever project I minted was a rug, um, <laughs> or the first one I ever bought. First non rug I ever bought was a song. So so you know that's the OG OG. So serious question, real quick. Do 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 most people? do you fit the space into your life or do you build your life around the space? Uh, I fit the space into my life. Uh, I mean, just me personally, I've positioned myself to where um, for the majority of the time I can do whatever I want. Uh, So, and take like as much free time as I needed. Right. Um, So I'm able to maximize and, uh, what are the best words for it? maximize prioritize my time uh, in certain ways yeah I, I hop on and off you know I'll go in my a for a couple hours but I try to you know not go away for a couple days and then be completely lost in the sauce I think there's a bunch of wisdom there maybe Kaleo can speak to it as well as a full-timer but uh I think I think a lot of people get burnt out because they try to fit try to make their world like revolve around the space instead of realizing they can they can multitask. I mean, maybe not incredibly, but 
can stay in tune with everything that's happening while they're while they're living their life, touching grass, you know, whatever you want. Whatever. Yeah, and you don't gotta stay up to date too if you just <clears throat> buy and stack wonky stocks. I mean, see, I, I do these degenerate plays to, you know, rotate back in, you know, to, to fund my, uh, my habits. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you don't really need to be here every single day if you're just stacking stonks. I mean, that's probably the, the, sec- the other no-brainer this year, right, other than the, the loud punks, man. I mean, it all comes down to Bitcoin and art as far as I'm concerned. Love you guys. I'd say it comes down to the founders too, though, right? Because, I mean, like, let's look at it where, you know, like, let's just use Leap, you know, unfortunately, as the example, though, you know, like, basically just some, you know, information was found out, you know, about him. And if that was a project, right, like, you'd probably want to be here every day, you know, but like, whenever you've got, you know, kind of like a stable project, such as, you know, Kaleo's here, um, it's just different, right? Like, it's amount of, I guess, exposure. Um, you know, and the stuff that could actually, you know, kind of develop as news and then us as the uh, the consumers, we're going to kind of listen to that, right? So it's just another one of those Wait, things where it's the founder. Go for it. Did you, say, did you say something happened to, did you say something happened to Leap recently? Yes, yeah, sort of. So like he basically was, you know, he had a past project or a past token, you know, that was on Twitch. Um and then, you know, basically what he's going with now and what we know, um, you know, basically he pulled the money out and then had it in a wallet or whatever, gave some of the money back to the uh, the people he could connect with, I guess. Um, but, yeah, there's people, I guess, that have been watching the, uh, the Leap token, which, I mean, I didn't even know Leap had a Leap lottery fucking token. Um, you know, so there's like a lot of, you know, other information that was brought to the table right i mean he's not really a project that we could mint from so you know there's no information that we really need to know as far as like keeping up with our bags but all in all it's just a overall like like a like a good topic to talk about but yeah it's weird i want to give, give, give a shout out to rooster real quick uh I try to help as many people out in the space as I can. Uh, and I've known Rooster for a while since being, you know, coming on Kaleo Spaces. And, uh, like, he was short, like, just a little bit of ETH for, like, a mint or something, like, days ago. So, yeah, sure. So, I said, dude, dude had the ETH back to me within, like, two hours, uh, which is really cool. So, shout out Rooster. Super trustworthy guy. No, I appreciate it, man. And, you know, I appreciate you uh, spotting that 0.15 for my second loud punks. You know, it was either that or, like, I already floored a couple things in the morning. And I was like, God damn it. I was like, I, I couldn't pick something else to let go to, uh, hey. you know, to let go. You know, if you sell it for, like, 10 ETH or something, just, you know, remember who lent you the money to get it. I got you, PP. And how many? How many did you end up picking up again? Did you get three or more? Yeah, I meant it three. I went, I didn't go big like Bog, but you know, Bog Bog goes over all like everything he does. But I felt like three was a good enough risk for me. Bro, yeah, Bog Bog played like three hundred thousand dollars worth of rock paper scissors in like four days. <laughs> like that's just retarded. 
Hey, can I share some alpha here before I go away? Trying to Let's get hear it. Um, I'm sure most of you guys already know this, um, but I always write down, like I read a lot, and uh, as I go through these books and stuff, I write down my thoughts. That's what I did with Purality from the 80s. Had a whole fucking list of thoughts, but for those of you that do trade, maybe the shards a little bit, and maybe get frustrated anybody that's getting started or whatever i'm not i'm nowhere near you know the level of these guys but i find after doing my homework that a lot of people spend time with the technical analysis and like indicators and this and that and it for me my conclusion is probably all more psychological and i would recommend diving into that the psychology of the you know just us human beings and how it plays into the market and i think that could be a turning point for a lot of the people that are looking to invest whether it is short time or a longer period dive more into the psychology of it than indicators and tutorials and blah 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 i don't know you know kaleo you're you know you're bad. Oh, that's, that's good advice, man. Definitely good advice. Um, you know, I, like, you know what I'm doing right now? That's actually really refreshing. I'm actually out, like, outside walking as I'm doing this. You might hear the birds chirping in the background. It's a beautiful day. So, had to get out here for a little bit. And, you know, like, it's kind of sparked up the interest, too. I think what I'm going to go do after this, I, like, there's still enough hours. There's some courts that I know that are lit up. Like, I'm also a membership of gyms. I can go and play inside. But it's just such a nice night. I think I'm going to go look for some outdoor courts. I'm going to get back, put on the basketball shoes, play a little bit. It's been a minute. Um, yeah, I think that's the, the plan for the rest of the evening. If I can get back across – I see a train that has now stopped blocking me from getting back to where I need to. But whatever that clears, that is the game plan. Um, so, you know, I, uh, today has been a fun space getting back into things. I appreciate you guys again for just everything over the past, you know, past couple of days being patient for me to get back to it. So, you know, we'll be back in the full swing of things tomorrow. Really appreciate everybody that joined up on stage today. Um, be on the lookout for space tomorrow um, and appreciate everybody to join the audience as well. Um, you know, we do these this week, you know, we always have, but lately I've been doing them almost every single day. Um, so be on the lookout for them. Appreciate you guys. The uh, stonks are inevitable. And so is everybody in this room that I will see y'all the next time. God bless. Thank you guys. Hey Azul, psychology is good only until the point that you're doubting yourself. This is gonna be one of those things where the uh, space keeps going. Uh, <laughs> I was I was expecting a mic drop. I was expecting a mic drop. Yeah, it's so funny. I think. He probably uses two devices and then runs it from the ledge art. So we can just keep oh, this going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's probably his, his other phone is at uh, the house. Let's just keep it, dude. Let's just keep <laughs> it going. And, like, when he gets home, he'll be like, what the hell? Yeah, I'm done. I think he, I think he noticed it uh, right now.
and we'll take them in the, the chat. So yeah, I'm down to keep for next week, uh, oh, I guess we get I to talk about next week now. Um, sweet. Uh, so what's everybody? Uh, got a new few new people up on stage. Um, SJC, BOTD, uh, who is it? Lee, Leowin? Uh, is that Lay-win. Lay-win. Yeah. Lay-win. I can't. Okay. I wish I could add people up here, but Lay one's great. Um... I think I can. You guys hear me? I'm in the gym, like AirPods. All right, so I I request. Yeah, we got you. It was a late. He asked me to come up earlier, so I think it let me up from like an earlier request. But Bruce, you see his message? He couldn't end the space, so we guys were talking about when I came up. And he can't join back up either. So this is this will just be a forever space. <laughs> Marathon. Yeah, if you guys know how to end it, feel free to. I just think it's funny that we're, we keep going. I mean, we can either all step down and then it's just dead space at the end of the space. If it's recorded. Yo, Rooster, do you have an Abasho? Who, who has that? Uh, it was Nick. Oh yeah, what you said from the one time. I've been a boss show. Yeah, I've been a boss show. I need a, I need to oh, scoop no. one up. Yeah, I mean, y'all got point eight five right now, which is pretty much free. Uh, it's gonna be like your lowest entry to get in, like forever, probably. Um, not financial advice, uh, but if I get liquid in time, I'm grabbing it. Yeah, it'll pay off. Pay for itself, even without selling it. But yeah, I mean, mine like from from buying an Abasho like a, a month or maybe two months ago. Um, yeah, probably four four x the value and cost at least, at least. Um, yeah, I love the Abasho crew. Uh, yeah, they're great. PB, you gonna be going to uh, Rolling Loud, LA? Mm-hmm, probably not. Um, I have three passes, so that's a shame. But um, I do. I'm doing so much traveling this year for NFT stuff. Like, I will probably be going to LA in March for NFT LA. I'm speaking at NFT NYC. Um, there's a lot of stuff I'll probably be doing this year. So. Like, I only have so much money, man. Like, I can't be traveling all over the place. But um, I'm probably going to try to hit Rolling Loud in Miami and just to use one of those passes. It's just a much cheaper flight to Miami than it is L.A. for me. Yeah, luckily being in Denver, it's, uh, you know, I could pretty much find, like, a $120 flight anywhere in the U.S. Um, being in the middle of the country. But yeah, no, I, I feel you. This uh, next month for me is going to be crazy. I'm going to be uh, going a lot of places, probably spending more money than I wanted to. But at least uh, the ticket's paid for, right? You know, got to get, got to start getting the value instantly. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think um, I wouldn't be surprised to start seeing them do some stuff too, where it's almost like a, uh, like in a, does like some sort of metadata tribute on those loud punks where like it'll show like how many each one has been to and you would think if they did that like the loud punks that have been used the most would like be worth more i think they should do that you know just basically put little 
this one's been to one lab, like one rolling lab. This one's been to two. I think that would be really cool. I'm gonna suggest that to them. Um, yeah, to think they have a, like a little counter at the top of the like top corner of the NFTs. Oh like, well, yeah, not even that. Thing. Just like a metadata um, counter. Like it's a uh, it's a trait. You know yeah. what I mean? Like on OpenSea, you could see like how many. Like this one's been to zero. Uh, I don't know which one would be more valuable. Like one that's been to none or one that's been to like a bunch. I think. Um, if I were them, I would make the ones that have been to a bunch have, um, you know, different perks and stuff just because it shows, um, it's basically like a long time customer appreciation thing, especially if it hasn't changed wallets. I think that would be key. Um, if they could do that, that'd be really cool. I I've got like a list of ideas I'm going to feed them. Yeah. We'll just uh we'll we'll create an Abasho meeting, right? And then we'll uh we'll write some write up some NDAs and uh, get them to sign some contracts and uh <laughs> so we'll Abasha will have their stake in Rolling Loud. Kalea's gonna be so confused when he gets back. You guys were talking about the uh, rolling loud NFT, right? Yeah. Loud punks. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I mean, I've got my own, you know, reasons. Um, which I mean, one would be like the the Draco incident, but in general, right, like a POAP or something that's just like, you know, a festivals patch. I think that'd be pretty cool. I'm with you. I think um, uh, just the ability it, for it being like the biggest rap fest and it has like all sorts of um, festivals around the world and this is like a lifetime VIP pass to me it was kind of a no brainer um, so I'm in a few of them but if they could come up with a way to like basically give you some sort of like patch or like metadata like signifying this punk was used uh, entry for different ones I think that'd be cool yeah dude cause I wouldn't even be like I mean, yeah, for selling purposes, right? But just as a holder, you know, like, it'd be really cool if you could, like, have it on the maps and each location's pinged or whatever. You know? Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, uh, I don't know, like, have you ever seen the roadmap of Route 66? You know, it's just, like, super fucking cool. Yeah, this is still going? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we, dude, that was my idea. I was like, dude, Kaleo got down and like has no idea the space keeps going, so we should just keep it. Going. I did have the. Re- I realized as soon as I like, <laughs> like I run this with two phones, and I realized as soon as I left, I was like, oh shoot, that is not the phone that I started this space with. <laughs> yeah, we did it. It's back in the house. Like, we're gonna wait to walk back. I wanted to keep the space going. Um, just until you could end it, just because like having somebody <laughs> be confused for dead air would be kind of weird. So, uh, yeah, oh, you're the man. I appreciate it. Well, I am back. So, you know, if you guys want to finish whatever statement slash that you had, feel free. If not, then I may go ahead and wrap it up. Let's fucking go. Another 24 hours in the space. Like said, <laughs> he is back. Uh, you heard it here. I'm down to keep going. <laughs> but... Right. Yeah, feel free. Yeah, I, I vote wrap it up. Um, but but glad we could keep it alive for you for a few minutes. <laughs> Y'all are legends. All right, I will catch you guys later. Take it easy. Round later, two. man.